Welcome to Ventures Dialogue Radio. I am your host, Essen Gaines. And before we get started, I'm going to need you to hook your girl up and hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. February is Black History Month, and we will be celebrating the achievements of Black business owners and entrepreneurs every Friday. The theme for 2022 is Black Health and Wellness. So I invited entrepreneur and certified health counselor, Bonita Clemens, to come on to help educate us on healthy eating and nutrition. I promise you, my friends, this show is jam-packed with information to help keep you and your families healthy and strong. Benita Clemens is the executive director of Diane's Call, a grassroots organization founded in 2001 with a mission to educate, enlighten, and empower women and to change the ways that they live. Benita is also the owner of Benita Global LLC, a small women's minority business with a mission to facilitate awareness, change, and transformation. Bonita is a health scientist, a certified health counselor, and she has over 20 years of experience in integrated health, improving the health of her clients in the government and private sectors. In 2016, Bonita founded Pharmacists, a farming community that brings women together from all walks of life, religions, and backgrounds. Bonita, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, did I miss anything? Because I... <laughs> Oh, was that great? I'm like, I did that. (laughs) Yes, you did. Your background and experience is amazing. Like you are the epitome of strength and courage and everything that I look up to and everything that women of color strive to be. What I wanted to ask you, what keeps you going and what motivates you? Let me tell you that what keeps me going is doing what I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. sometimes I really amaze myself at the energy and the love. And one day I had to ask myself, how do you do this? I did. I asked myself, how mm-hmm. do I do this? And it's because I only do what I enjoy and love doing at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. They just, they <laughs> just, they just want to do it for the money, but you're in it for the oh, love of it. The love. And you know, when people used to say, do what you love and the money would come over. Like, I used to say, mm-hmm. yeah, right. <laughs> so of course not. But. It is true. Now, I'm going to say it took about 15 to 20 years to get to that point mm-hmm. because there were many things I could have done to make a lot of money. Right. And there are times or two when I did do things for the money, but the misery outweighed the money. Mm-hmm. So I just I just couldn't continue to do it. I could not. My soul, you know, some of my friends were like, why would you leave that job? I said, my soul would not let me stay. Right, right. But I can go, you know, sometimes I tell people, especially my cousin, I said, when I'm in my zone and we're working, you have to say, Benita, let's stop and take a break so we can eat because I will not eat out. If I am, you know, just working and working, I, Mm -hmm. I don't get hungry. I'm the same way. I'm the exact same way. And I pay for it later because I have these terrible headaches. I'm like, girl, you didn't eat. (laughs) That's why your head is hurting. Yeah, whenever, uh, which is very rare, I get a headache, I'll say, all right, you know, when I get a headache, the first thing I say, what did I eat? Mm, Anytime I feel bad or don't feel well, I say, what did I eat? And then sometimes I'll say, oh, you didn't eat, you need to eat something. Or Mm. first thing I'll do is drink some water. Usually I can drink water because, you know, that's a sign of dehydration. 
I'm I terrible at that. I got to step up my water game. I have to step up my water game so my step skin can look flawless like yours. <laughs> step it up. Step it up. <laughs> so, Benita, could you um tell us a little bit more, I, I guess, about your, your background and, and education? Sure. So my background, I'm going to say started when I was six. And what I mean by that is I always had this, um, let's say, love for nurturing and playing together and collectiveness. And that just carried on over into my adulthood. Mm-hmm. And I'm still that way. You know, I would always come back and tell my friends, I had a wonderful time. And one day my friend said to me, everywhere you go, you have a wonderful time. <laughs> so with that, that don't get us anymore. But I do. And it's because I love being around others and being collective. So I'm a collective mm-hmm. woman. I tell people the village raised me when it said it takes a village. I was raised by the village. Yes. And it has made me be a person that doesn't meet strangers, not afraid to speak to people, not afraid to, you know, just jump in and do the work. And Mm -hmm. that's exactly who I am these days. I enjoy, cherish meeting new people. And uh, again, my friends, you always bringing new people to the circle. I'm like, I know, (laughs) but that's who I am. And so collective work, uh, health and wellness Mm-hmm. that's who I am I love teaching it I I today I had to stop myself from getting ready to drive an hour and a half to take somebody this concoction that I made that would cut a COVID cough in three days oh ooh, I got I gotta get that secret recipe honey it's not a secret recipe I care I give everybody a recipe. <laughs> I, I don't have any secret recipes everybody's like, why you give recipes I'm like come on that's just, I mean you know so, but yes, it will cut it in three days. So I'm a person who cares about the health of others. Mm-hmm. Of course, my health, I had to learn to make sure that's taken care of first, then care for others. Uh, yes, I have, I'm going to say a lot of education under my belt. I used to be a, um, an expert at going to conferences for personal development, for information, for education. So formal education, check mark that. Mm-hmm. Uh, other personal development check mark that but the real work in my opinion is all of the work that I have done volunteering and all of the community work that's um really really who I am hands-on and experience you hands can't learn on, that in school you cannot you learn cannot, that in school you cannot and you know right now the word intentional is real big you know each year too we have two or three words that we just overuse Mm-hmm. And right now the word is intentional, but, and so every Tuesday I make sure it's on my calendar to go feed the unsheltered. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you the joy that I get there, it is truly priceless. That's like, that's a part of my self-care. You're a blessing to those better. people. Girl, they think, and when they come, you know, you have to make sure you look at them eyeball to eyeball because that's what they want the most they want you to right. look at them and see them and when they say thank you and I'm looking at no thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you yes wow. so that's more about me just I'm a community baby village baby and adult village woman oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes community and collective work so that's who I am so you actually founded um, Diane's Call. Can you tell us what inspired you to start um, the Diane's Call organization? Yes, um, I went to graduate school in 92. And I already knew this, that unfortunately, Black women 
in South Carolina, we were not doing well. Mm-hmm. We were stroking, stroking out more than anyone, high blood pressure, diabetes, you name it. The top right. five preventable or um, mortality, morbidities, we were leading the pack. And so in graduate school, also during that time, we were becoming the number one group for uh, incidents in HIV and AIDS. And so I started mm. with educating women, the women in my family. We would get together and I would bring my little um my notes and my folders. So I started with them. Then fast forward, um, I had a sister. Her name was Johanna. She was murdered. Oh, and I, my sister and I, Renee, we decided that we wanted to both raise her. So Renee has three girls and, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any kids. So, okay, she'll come stay with me. And this child, her name was Benita Renee, named after me and the baby sister. Mm-hmm. Her mom was in the middle. So she named her child after her oldest and her younger sister. So I moved back home to Anderson. And when I got back home, I didn't feel, you know, once you grow up and you move away from home, mm-hmm. you become another person or you, right. you grow. I'm going to say you grow. So I went back home and I thought I could just go back home and fit, but the shoe didn't fit that well. So my grandmother said, well, someone said, you got to find your group. And so I found a group of women mm-hmm. and the name was uh, Sister Chat. And what was fascinating about this group is that everybody had a different religious background. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I was introduced to Baha'i. Uh, first time I met a sister who was Buddhist. And so mm. it was just beautiful. You name the religion, we, this group had. It. And what I realized after a year was that the only difference really was the religious affiliation because we all had the same issues and problems mm-hmm. and health issues. So I said, look, ladies, let's come together and each one of us bring 10 women. I don't know what's, what we mean at number 10. You bring <laughs> 10 women from your group and let's have a conference. And so at Clemson University at the Outdoor Laboratory, August of 2001, there was a conference. And this was before yoga was a household word before colonics and detox were the household word, mm-hmm. but I still have the agenda. And we did all of those things. We had nature walks. Any, anything that's hot now, we did it back in 2000. You were trailblazers. We were. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just so fascinating. So each year we would, I would have this conference and finally somebody said, well, what's the name? I was like, a name? <laughs> a name retreat they're like no you need a name right <laughs> and and one day someone said well well what inspires you I said you know I I like educating women because I lost my mom and they said well name it after your mom it's like hmm. and then a, de- a dear friend of mine said let's call it Diane's call mm-hmm. and he said I said yes he said because it's a call for women to make their health number one right I said that's it I knew when I heard Diane's call, that that mm-hmm. was it. I'm, I'm real big on words and feelings and how things feel to me. And it took me right. about eight years to really name it. Because everything I heard, it didn't feel right. right. Same as pharmacists. It took us about three, four years. I, nothing felt like just really right. But when I heard Diane's call, it felt right. But it right. actually, the first conference was actually in 2001. Sisters coming together talking, discussing about health. And I recall just like it was yesterday, first speaker, 
was a motivational speaker, Miss Angela Gaines. The next uh, was talking about finances. Mm-hmm. Again, everything that's talked about today, your health is your wealth. We did all of that in 2001. Wow, that that's amazing. I I love that. I love that story. Now, Benita, um, I wanted to just um, we're we're fairly young, right? And I think it's heartbreaking that I've been losing a lot of my classmates and a lot of my friends to hypertension, which can also lead to obesity and cancer. I was actually diagnosed with high blood pressure last year. And I was very surprised because I thought I was checking all the boxes. I ate healthy. I exercise. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I decrease my salt intake. I try to get enough rest. But when I went to my doctor, he actually increased my medicine because my pressure just wouldn't go down. Finally, I, I self-diagnosed myself with uh, chronic stress. I'm like, I'm always stressed out. And I think that Black women, women of color, we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. We're empaths. We juggle work, family, kids. And my doctor finally concluded like, oh, you know what? Uh, Yeah, I I think it must be stress, even though I was telling him this over and over. Why do you think that when it comes to us being in pain and saying that we don't feel well, we're sometimes we're tuned out or we're totally dismissed from our doctors. And I've been hearing about this a lot. Like they just don't listen to us. Absolutely. You gave me enough for at least five more shows, but (laughs) I'm going to say first thing is, ladies, any woman who hears this, you first have to be your own doctor. You have to learn and know enough about your own body First, I have a medical doctor and I tell this every, especially when I'm in front of her, she and I do workshops together. She Mm -hmm. is brilliant. She is brilliant. And I'm brilliant too, which means she got to be real brilliant for me to go to her. Right, right. First, you got to research your doctor and they have to be on it. My doctor must, before I went to her, I did a little research on her. She's, she is a traditional doctor, but she's also holistic. She will prescribe high blood pressure medication only to help you get it down. Right. You don't want you to stroke out. But the first thing when you were talking, I was, first thing I said, stress. We underestimate and we don't talk enough about how that is the number one. This is Bonita Clem's opinion, mm-hmm. not scientific, <laughs> not scientific. And I have medical doctor friends. I tell them this, in my opinion, the number one reason for high blood pressure is stress stress yes. stress i yes. don't care what nobody says it's stress i agree you with don't you understand unfortunately black women we think we are work horses and that we're yes. supposed to work and pile it on and pile it on and, and take on. care we of everyone we it. take care of everyone except for ourselves you know, <laughs> you know when i was in graduate school in 92 at the university of south carolina we had a person to come in to talk about at the time, the University of South Carolina had the only suicide institute in the country. Mm. And a person came to speak to us. And I was the only Black person in the class. And he was giving the statistics, white men, number one, white women, number two, Black men, number three, Black women. That was the only thing, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's not good. That's, but it's not good. And yeah. That was the one thing that, that we were not on the top of. We, we at the time, in 92, Murdered ourselves, killed ourselves, committed suicide, the least. And they looked at me like, Benita, why? I'm like, I don't know the answer. I said, I don't know the answer. <laughs> right. But let me, tell you, let me tell you what I think it is. 
I said, when a black woman, if she want to commit suicide, you know what she does? She sits there and think now, who going to take care of mama? Who going to take yes. care of kids? Oh I, said, we don't have, you know, I said, we don't even have time to kill ourselves. Let's not make it, you know, I'm not trying to make it lighter. Exactly. Know, lighter, oh, but, man. But I said, we, we, we won't even, you know, we're thinking about everybody else. Yes. And he looked at me like I said, I'm telling you, we are like, no, nah, we're not gonna do this. We got who gonna take care of this, who gonna do that, who gonna do that, because that's what we're doing. That's exactly how I think. Exactly. Like I know that's, that's spot a one. Of way of thinking, but that's what I was thinking in the 90s. So true. In 92, my mind was like, we kill ourselves at least because we ain't got time. Yep. And we're we wondering, okay, if we do it, who's gonna take care of our babies? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes yeah but you know I think since then those numbers have been increasing a little bit with us and that's that stress yeah it's hard it's very hard it's it's becoming uh, an epidemic stress stressful living is an epidemic you know social media cell phones Mm -hmm. we we think that they're convenient but they really add more things to our plate what can we do to help with that? Like, what is your go-to when you're feeling like a little stressed out? When I'm feeling stressed, the first thing I do is, and people are, how you do that? I will turn the phone off. Oh, that's hard. So, <laughs> so that's... That goes off first. And so what I do is um, my phone automatically goes off at 10 p.m. And it comes on at 7 a.m. So everybody who knows me, think they know me, they know at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, Benita Clemens ain't talking to nobody, period. I think I'm going to start doing that. You must. And you know what people say to me first? You know what they say first? What if somebody die? And you know what I say to them? I'll get the news after seven. There's oh. nothing I can do about it. There's yeah. nothing. Except worry no and stress more. If you I, hear. I have to get it after seven. I will have to get it after seven. Now, I yeah. am serious about that boundary. We have to set boundaries. When we don't have boundaries, everything is fair game. And people would know it. So those who love me and know me <laughs> know 10 o'clock, she ain't talking. And, and let me tell you what's so interesting. My grandmother, if I call her around eight, you know, she says, you still up. I'm like, grandma, <laughs> I don't do eight o'clock. I do 10. No, you don't. You go to bed with the chickens. I'm like, you're not, you're not in your nineties. You should be asleep. But yeah. And everyone will call me or I'll call them like after eight or nine. You still up. <laughs> So I, you have to train people how to treat you. So people know how to treat me. They don't call me. They know I'm not going to talk. Exactly. I'm going to really, I'm going to really try. I'm going to try that this week. You I'm going to try it. It's scary for people. And so, so I, so I turn the phone off and I sit in silence. We don't want to do that either. Mm. We don't want to be still and just close your mouth. Be still, yeah. be quiet and listen. That's when the really good ideas and the creativity comes to you when you be quiet yeah my grandmother be used still. to have us be quiet like if it was like a rainstorm she'd be like everybody be quiet. turn off the <laughs> lights some thundering and lightning you better sit down yeah no phone yeah. calls no nothing <laughs> yes so turn that phone off it's okay sit in silence and I always go to my kitchen and cook and I just have mm. fun with music and my yellow Crocs, put my yellow Crocs on because I can work the nose for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. But I get in and I cook something and I have fun because that's uh, that's therapy for me. Yes. Oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you up on that. Absolutely. You have to find, you know, your your sweet spot, what brings you joy. And you have to do that, especially when you're really stressed. 
especially. Yeah. And I try not to do things in a hurry. Whenever I find myself in a hurry, I'll say, slow it down. Yeah. Slow it down because I always forget something or miss something. Slow it down. Yeah. I, I love all of the, I love all of these tips. I'm feeling these tips, Bonita. I love it. Girl, I so. got 10 and more. I'm just giving you a few because I don't want to overwhelm you. you know, right, right. I could never be overwhelmed. However, I since we're on that uh, stress and all that, stuff and COVID and gaining weight, I noticed that when I passed 40, like it all went downhill. My metabolism slowed down a lot. I'm, I'm not sure if, if other women um, have experienced this too, but what are some things I can do to help speed it up? Like I, I don't, I want to eat the same things I used to. <laughs> so let me tell you what happens. Uh, I tell you health is just like your money. You have to plan and look at it and, you know, watch it and it grows and it changes. Yeah. <laughs> it's never too late. It's never too late to start. Mm-hmm. But the earlier, the better. So my habits started really when I had a car accident in my 30s. And it's just so helpful with me being in my late 50s. I've never had a weight management problem. I know what to do to gain weight. I know what to do to lose weight, but I've never had a weight problem because I started so early. I trained the body. I trained the cells on how to be. Mm -hmm. What happens to us at age 40 is, of course, hormones. Yes. But actually they start changing in your 30s, but you just don't really notice it. Mm. Really around 30, that's when they start changing. But you be they become noticeable in your 40s. And when those hormones start to change, you can exercise all you want and you can eat right all you want. If they're off balance, out of whack, out of balance, mm-hmm. you will continue to gain when you would not lose it. Yeah. You have to go to your medical doctor and get your numbers checked. You have to know your numbers. Now, numbers, do you mean just like high blood pressure? What numbers are those two? Pressure? You have to know mm-hmm. your hormone levels. The top three estrogen progesterone oh, I took that years ago how often should I be doing that oh it depends on your your doctor um uh, well it depends on you and what's going on with you okay uh, I would say maybe once a year I, I encourage women to go to the doctor at least once a year and then my doctor say when last time you've been here I'm like girl I don't know to look at my chart <laughs> it's been three years I'm like oh no I need to come to the doctor more so <laughs> I know I forget to go um but I do tell people to go to get your numbers checked. And those numbers, again, your estrogen, mm-hmm. progesterone, and testosterone. You want to know those three, but it's a, it's a list. It's a litany of uh, hormones. And again, when those are off balance, it's, you're going to lose sleep, gain weight. You can lose hair. It throws, everything, it, it throws everything off. I have all of the it's above. Good. You all have of the above. To, yes, I know. But one of the, one of, I tell people, so what, so what happened to me was a little personal, probably TMI, but I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I, I went to my doctor because at night I just wasn't sleeping as sound as I know I could. And I would have some sweats right between my breasts. That was the only place it was. So I went mm-hmm. to her, I was like, okay, something going on. So she asked me, you know, are you having, uh, losing hair? No. Um, having weight gain? No. Vaginal dryness? No some more things I said but you know I'll be fine if I just stand stay in my bedroom all day she said now that's a problem you shouldn't be fine with that 
she said, so we got to check your hormones. Mm. And she checked them. And when she when it came back, she said, everything looks good except three numbers. And I was like, okay. And this was in my 40s when I first, you know, really learned about this. Mm-hmm. She said, your estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, those numbers are off. You got to get those numbers back. And she said, I know how you are. You're holistic. So what I want you to do is I want you to read this book. It was two books she gave me by Suzanne Summers. One was called Ageless. And I forget the other one. But they both were about Suzanne Summers just to educate about hormones and what they are and what they do and what it does to the body. Just pure Mm -hmm. education. She says, I want you to do this. I want you to go and I want you to read and study. Number one. So number two, I know you're going to try it yourself. So you try it yourself. And then if you can't get these numbers right yourself, then you come back. When you come back, we'll check. So of course I tried. So the first thing I did was the very first thing, I cut all sugar. Oh. Anything that had sugar, I cut it. That's a cut to the heart. (laughs) In three days, I noticed the difference of the of the night sweats between my breasts. Three days. Well, I, I cut the sugar and I and I made sure that I walked. Cause I'm a walk. I love walking. Yeah, I me too. I, I can do the walking. Yeah. Walking and cut that sugar and it changed. Okay. And I just felt better, but I, I was still not successful in changing my numbers, but I felt better. So then we talked about, uh, BHRT bio, um, you know, bio identical hormones. Mm-hmm. And, and at one point, again, this is TMI, I did try it at one point, which was the pellet. And um, it did, it gave me the estrogen and the uh, progesterone that I needed. And I think the testosterone was a pill form. But there are ways you can mm-hmm. get bioidentical hormones um, or you can get synthetic. I wouldn't do the synthetic though, but. I did try to buy identical, which means they make it up in a pharmacy and it mimics, uh, you know, they use like yams, they use wild yams. Um, but I did try and it did make a difference. But eventually I just said, I'm just going to go on and go back. And so what I do now is I limit, I'm not saying I'm zero sugar, mm-hmm. but I limit and I watch closely my sugar intake. And I just, I just eat a certain way and not, it's not just eating, it's living a certain way. Mm-hmm. I am mindful of what I read, what I watch, definitely the people I hang around. Yes. All of that yeah. is your environment. And it means a lot. I stopped watching I, politics. It was stressing me out. Oh. <laughs> Cold and turkey. I, I stopped. I tell people when COVID first hit, people were watching it all day, every day and yeah. being freaked out. And that's, that was stress, me. That stress was attacking your immune system like no other. That's probably how I got it. (laughs) Oh, yes. It was weighing you down. And it wore that immune system down. Fear stresses the body. And it wears that immune system down. Yeah, because my son wasn't stressed. I had it. My son did not get it at all. Knock on, well, knock on wood. But he, and he's not the slimmest. He doesn't eat the healthiest. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm doing all these things and, and, and I still got it, but uh, I'm glad he didn't get it, but I'm just like, Hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes a strange thing too. People be in the household together. Some get it. Husband and, and wife, mm-hmm. he might get it. She might not. Get it. It's a really, really strange phenomenon. It's just a strange little thing, but yeah. that's stress yeah. again. It comes up again. That's this COVID put more mm-hmm. people in stress than any mm-hmm. other thing ever. And again, so 
there have been times when I have gotten sick and when I know, know for sure, it's when I run the body down. Mm-hmm. Because you can only get ill when the immune system is compromised. If that immune system is strong, it'll fight. It'll fight it off. But every time, it, even now, my friends, you know what they'll say when they see me just running, 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 you better stop before you get sick. Mm-hmm. And they know my body like <laughs> I know my body. <laughs> So so can doctors tell if you, your immune system, because when I got COVID, I didn't really like really have symptoms. I got it like, I guess, 2020. And the doctor said, you know what? Your immune system is really great. I'm like, how did I get it? Because I did the ginger, like the fresh ginger and I cut sugar and I did everything. And he said, but your immune system is good. Mm -hmm. So So that's what kept you from getting like taken out. Really sick. Ah, okay. Yes from getting really sick because your I immune see. system was strong yes. i see it's a war on our immune system but if that immune system is strong we will win that war that battle that fight right 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 i actually i'm i'm nosy so i was all up in your websites and everywhere else <laughs> <laughs> I, watch, <laughs> I watched a really really great interview that you conducted on your show. I think it's called, um, Diane's call natural living lifetime lifestyle show life. Yes. Yes. And you had a guest brother, Shahid Harris. Yes. And organic farmer. And he showed you an herb on his farm. I think it was called the mullen leaf and it's, it helps like for inflammation and swelling Mm -hmm. and respiratory. Mm -hmm. I went, I tried to go on Amazon to try to find some online, but the only thing I noticed is that it comes in like, like different forms, like teas, vitamin drops, powders, and leaves. Is there one of those that will benefit more than the other? Or is it all this? It doesn't matter what form you take it in. I always like liquid tinctures. Mm. I always like those because those go, in my opinion, straight to the bloodstream. I prefer liquids. Liquids I, over the powders? Yes. That's okay. my preference. If there's something and I can get a liquid or a powder, I'm going to get the liquid first. I just, again, feel like it assimilates quicker into my stream, into my cells. I'm going to try that because I the list goes on and on. The doctor was like, you have arthritis. I said, wait a minute, doctor. Wait a minute. <laughs> that is sugar. That is sugar. That's inflammation. All of the <sighs> itises, mm-hmm. bursitis, arthritis, all of the itises. That's it's from inflammation. sugar. Inflammation and turmeric is the number one. <sighs> now that's, that's the sister you want in your arsenal right there. I'm going to get that because I've heard a lot turmeric. about turmeric. I'm going to get yes. that. Now, let me tell you about turmeric. Now, I would do that in the powder. Now, I, okay. I personally, I have the turmeric root at my house. But honey, mm-hmm. that thing makes everything orange. You want to oh, be oh. somewhere. You want to be near some stainless steel or be careful. So that's why it's easier to manage with the powder because mm-hmm. that ginger root, I have to juice it or I will cut it on a cutting board and boil it. Now, is turmeric in the same family as, I remember my grandmother back in the day, she used to use something called yellow root and boil it. Do people still use yellow root? Girl, yeah. And if the, all the roots are good. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> all of the roots. <laughs> the roots are good. So let me tell you about my little uh, magical, no cough COVID tea. Okay. <laughs> you have to drink it three times a day for three days. So eight ounces, mm-hmm. three times a day for three days. So it has the turmeric. I had used the root, mm-hmm. ginger, I used the root, and I used 
horseradish, fresh. So it's like the root, fresh horseradish. Mm -hmm. I had some tea that I bought. So I put like two gallons of water in this big old huge pot I have. You can use one gallon. And I had some tea bags. It's called Breathe Easy. Breathe Mm -hmm. Easy tea. But I don't think any good tea that had different herbs. So two gallons of water. I maybe had like five tea bags. I put that fresh ginger, that fresh turmeric, that horseradish, a couple of dashes of cayenne. Mm. I sliced up some garlic. Um, what else I put in there? Squeezed some lemon and some local honey. The honey was to cut the bitter so that she would drink it. And how long do you let that sit before you drink it? I let it cool down. So you let it come to a boil and then Mm -hmm. I let it cool down, but I like to drink it hot. So she drank it hot. And I just, since I made so much, I drank some myself. So one morning my eyes were watering and so was my, my nose. I drank a cup and it cut that. Like, oh, so she was feeling so good. She called me. We got to patent this. Yes, you have time to do another thing. You are putting this out on the interwebs, <laughs> and everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna know your 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 recipe. I always give my recipes, but let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. I can be in the kitchen. I used to teach a cooking class. I would be in the kitchen showing and teaching someone, but it's something about my vibration makes mm-hmm. it taste different. So I tell people to do it, make it, do it, but it's going to taste different than mine. It right. just is because again, of my vibration and your vibration, it's going to yep. taste different. Still going to be good. The, po- the positive the energy. energy. It's the energy. Yes. But yeah, so I-, I always, I always <laughs> give the recipes. I do. Now with the pandemic, oh, I wish the pandemic would end. Oh, yes. I, I think that nutrition has played a major role in the pandemic because a lot of people now they want to eat healthier. They want to boost their immune system. They're taking vitamins and supplements. And as I was just like on the line, online researching, I came across an interesting study that concluded that black people have a greater risk of having vitamin D deficiency. I, I, I never knew that. And the scientists actually coined it the hidden epidemic. And um, they said that vitamin D deficiency can lead to hypertension, heart disease, disease, and diabetes. Um, I wanted to ask you, what are some foods that can not only help build our immune system? Because I I had COVID before and I don't want to get it again. And what can we also eat or do to help us increase the level of vitamin D in our system? Oh, my favorite subject. (laughs) Increase the levels of vitamin, vitamin D. Yes. We must, we have to take supplements, that vitamin D supplement. We just have to. And the darker your skin is, the more you need because the sun cannot penetrate. It has more, it takes more energy for that sun to penetrate the dark skin. Right, to get through our melanin. Yes, the melanin is a blessing Mm -hmm. and the sun is a blessing. And we need more sun, first of all. But again, the more melanated you are, the more likely you are deficient in vitamin D. Mm. Again, because of the sun. So one of the things I do, I intentionally, there go my word again, <laughs> sit in the, in the sun. People say, don't do it. You get sun disease, get uh, skin cancer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can use um, some sunscreen, but you have to ask yourself the question. The people who are in the motherland, really how many, how much skin cancer is there? There, a lot of people are still in the sun all day, every day. That's a good point. 
I never thought right. I never thought of it that way. Melanated people do get can skin cancer at a at a lower, lower, much lower rate. But mm-hmm. you know, let's just really think about that. So supplements, number one, nutrition with COVID. COVID is a war against our immune system. Mm-hmm. And we knew that from the beginning that the weaker, the maybe the older, elderly, it, it just attacked you. And we also knew then and still know now, now I said this today, all of the people on the left and the right, mm-hmm. the pros and the cons, they all say a strong immune system is the number one thing or the best fight against COVID. Right. Yes, we have the vaccine out, but that immune system is number one. So some of the things that you can do, definitely eat whole foods. What do I mean about whole foods? Foods that have not been altered, unprocessed, unpasteurized. Earlier, before we got on, I cooked my niece some, she wanted some squash and broccoli. Cut it up. That's whole, whole foods. Not processed. It was fresh. You want to make sure that you get some turmeric because it helps with inflammation of any kind. And to activate that turmeric, you want to put a little bit of black pepper in it. You mm. want to get you some ginger. Ginger is the most widely used spice in the world and it helps with everything. So I have a hibiscus ginger tea that's on the market and ginger is the number one ingredient in it, which helps with all of the itises, the blood pressure, uh, because it helps with blood flow. Garlic. Yeah, uh, we don't want to smell favorite. like it. We my don't favorite is garlic. Like it, but <laughs> you have to have it in your life. You have to. All of the greens, the dark greens, mm-hmm. the kale, the spinach, the collards, the mustard, the turnips, the spinach. You want bok choy. You want all of the greens to be in your life. You want, um, you know, fresh fruits. Again, start with whole foods. All of the fruits, all of the veggies. Mm-hmm. Drink. Um, Good, clean water. Got to drink a lot of water. Got to drink enough water. Stay away from sugar as much as possible. Oh, sugar that's, that's my weakness. It's everybody's oh, weakness. weakness. <laughs> it's mine too. I love this particular type of kombucha. And I said to myself, Benita, you cannot drink this a lot because it has <laughs> too much sugar in it. Um, but yeah, we love sugar because it's a very addictive um, substance mm-hmm. and you know it just hits a certain part of the brain oh it makes us feel good and so yes. you know, we all love it everybody it does. Loves it. <laughs> but yeah you've got to build an immune system you need supplements you need that vitamin d you need zinc you need um, vitamin c also some oregano can help if you get some oregano oil mm-hmm. but those are the things we should do period now i'm gonna say something that's gonna be a little bit controversial but i'm gonna take the hit Okay. okay. <laughs> I am not afraid of COVID, period. I go around people who have COVID because you know what? The first time a young lady that I worked with had it, she was in her house by herself and she had a little girl. Mm-hmm. So she wouldn't come out the door. She would tell a little girl, little girl, maybe been seven. The little girl was, you know, maneuvering and, and managing stuff. And I felt so sorry for her. She said, just drop the stuff off at the porch. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm coming inside this house. This baby in here trying to you know handle things and you up in mm-hmm. the room I, it was something in my soul just like we need to be touched we need to see people we can't be separated I, I just thought it was the craziest thing but you know experts say to do that so I, I don't do that my sister had COVID I was uh, out of the country 
She called on the 30th. I got back in the country on the 1st. I went to her on the 2nd. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, I said, y'all know I'm not afraid of COVID. And you never had it. Like, you never got I it. Have, I have not had it. And, <sighs> so you, you know, I think I, 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 I feel like I feel like in May of 2020 that I had it. But I've been tested and they said, no, you don't have the antibodies. But I learned that wow. there are a lot of different tests that I need to take. Because one test can say no and one test can say yes. Right. But let me tell you, she was coughing so much, I could not, not go see her. Right. I had to go see her and, and put my hands on her. I had to rub. I wanted to rub her feet, rub her back, rub her head. Just, I had my oils with me now. Mm-hmm. And I had to make her this tea so that she could feel better. You know what she did? Went to work, oh got straight God. and went to work because she felt better. But I'm not, I, I'm just not afraid of it. I'm not, I'm not at so all. You're, you're saying to help like to organic foods is good to help build your immune system. But here in New York, sometimes it's really hard to get like good, fresh, organic food, unless I'm looking the wrong, in the wrong place. And, or it's like really, really expensive. I wanted to ask you if it might be a very silly question, but I wanted to ask you, can we get the same nutrients from like frozen or canned vegetables labeled as organic? And if so, which one is healthier? Or do you think I should just set aside a budget to try to find and purchase truly organic food, say like from a farmer's market or whatever I can find available here? So when I lived in Brooklyn, there was Mm -hmm. a farmer's market. I think it was near the museum one of the museums but Mm -hmm. anyway the farmer's market is where I found fresh organic Mm -hmm. now when it comes to this is how I put them in levels number one you want fresh organic right number two you want frozen number three (laughs) cane cane at the bottom okay I don't think nobody should go hungry and and people say when you eat this I said if I'm hungry I'm gonna eat something out of a can I'm just not gonna go hungry and say I'm not so (laughs) do your best you have to do your best and mm-hmm. some of us, you know, can is what we can afford. But right. again, I put them in levels. Number one, fresh. Number mm-hmm. two, I'm number one, fresh, fresh. Number two, frozen. Right. Number three, can. Now with the frozen, it's sometimes it's cooked a little bit and it's flashed. It's flashed frozen. Mm-hmm. So they cook it a little bit, then they flash it to stop the cooking process. And you just don't know how long it's been frozen. Right. But but if that's what you have access to, then yes. But fresh is best. Mm-hmm. I think that there are some studies they say that they have not proved that uh, organic versus non-organic. But that is a bunch of you know what. Because <laughs> you cannot tell me if you put fruits and vegetables in a warehouse and, and shoot it with gas, that it is as healthy as something that has no chemicals on it. So right, no. right, no. right, right. But unfortunately, the word organic has become commercialized mm-hmm. and people charge more for it. Yes, that's, that's what I've been encountering. It's so that's expensive. I know. I, and it is. It is. You know, even for me, I'm, and, and one of the reasons I, I started really growing is because I got tired of hearing myself complain about the cost of food mm-hmm. rising. And especially the things that I love to eat, I'm like, I am not paying this much for one cucumber. <laughs> so I tell people I can buy a pack of seeds 
for $2.69 and I can feed a, a block with those right. cucumbers. Right, right. I can go in the uh, store and pay $3 for one organic. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Ugh. Things that you love, uh-huh. the things that you really love, you're really going to have to, even in New York, get you a container. You're going to have to grow one thing. Yeah. One or two things. You just have to. I was thinking about that, like a little garden inside because it's, I I just got to get, I I just got to, you know. Mm -hmm. But to get the good health, even again, when it's cold, if the sun is out, stand in the window, get you some sun. Yes. Yes. Because working from home is is another challenge with the pandemic because I don't want to go outside and it's, it's, (laughs) I, I get, people get lazy. We're like, okay, we're working from home. You go from your office to your living room, to your couch to the computer back to the television so it's really challenging you, miss, you miss the refrigerator because we keep uh, more when we at home yeah because i keep I'm at my desk i forget to eat didn't 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 wasn't there something out about covid 15 or covid 20 or something about weight gain during covid time yeah i yeah. think that was a thing because we're home <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking at the time and I know that you have a hard stop. So I wanted to get like a quick lightning round out. It's about diet trends. And I want to know if you give it a yay or a yeah, or nay or girl are you crazy? So let's do it. So in your line of work, um, there are trends. I know you might love them or, or hate them. And here's a couple of them that I saw. Fruitarian yay or nay. In case the audience doesn't know, half of the calories come from raw fruit. The other 25 to 50% is from nuts, seeds, and vegetables. And strict fruitarians may eat like 90% fruit, 10% seeds. Do you think that's a yay, nay, or girl, are you crazy? (laughs) I would say nay. Nay, okay. Because the the sugar. sugar. Even though it's natural, too much Mm -hmm. of anything isn't good. Next question. Right. Vegan, which might be a subset of the fruitarian yay or nay depends on what type of vegan you got some Mm. vegans that just eat starch all day no to that no to that nay to that if you're a starchitarian vegan ah okay sea moss that's a big trend now i see them put all the time on instagram and facebook the gels and the powders what do you think the sea moss is that yay or nay yay if you get authentic and real sea moss you know people can fake anything but yes yes and this is a new one that I haven't heard of, um, postbiotic diet. And <laughs> I'm not familiar with that one. Postbiotic? Yeah, it's like, I think because probiotic is like the live, live um, microorganisms and then the postbiotics is stuff that's not, it's not alive. So I'm like, hmm, it's not, it's not something that's wide right now. I just happen to be looking at trends and it popped up. I'm like, oh, what's, pro- what is that? That's something so let new. me so let me say that let me let me look at it let me research it number one but number two there's nothing new mm-hmm. under the sun so people right. rename redress put on new clothes mm-hmm. nothing is new so I'm sure it's not new it's just right. got a new name to it a new name right right yes. right absolutely I've never heard of this but an oatmeal diet is a trend where you're everything is oatmeal I, I don't think I can eat oatmeal 24 7 I don't like anything that's a diet I don't like anything that's a trend. I only mm. do things that I can do the rest of my life, period. The hard right. stop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Detoxing or cleanse? Yay. <laughs> and the last one is, I think it's keto, high keto. fat and low carb. Keto. 
high you, tell. You, you can see how much I, I diet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so, so unhealthy. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of the road with keto, but let me tell you why. Uh-huh. I'm in the middle of the road. I, I think if you need to get that weight off, mm-hmm. get it off. Okay. But I think it's hard as all, you know what, to continue mm-hmm. that for the rest of your life. But right. yeah, get it off. Get whatever it takes <sighs> to get it off. I have a friend. Um, she is they, you know, they even have this thing called dirty keto where you kind of don't do it all the way. Mm-hmm. I just, I, what I don't like about keto, it says no beans. There's uh, nowhere in my, in my heart that, that something that God created is mm-hmm. not good for you. Like beans. I just, I, I don't, I right. can't wrap my mind around it and I'm going to eat my, my beans, my pinto beans. Mm-hmm. My, I'm just going to eat them. I'm going <laughs> right. to eat them. So right, right. keto, yes, if you need to get that weight off, you go hard. You can get that mm-hmm. weight off. But once you get it off, you can maintain it with right. a natural living lifestyle. So that that was the um the last of the the, the lightning round. Um and yeah, I don't I don't know if I I, I might try the last one that we we talked about because I need to get rid of this middle. <laughs> so keto, if you do it and do it right, mm-hmm. you will get rid of it. It is science all the way hard science mm-hmm. and you will get rid of yes okay okay so bonita that wraps it up i just want to thank you again for coming on today i appreciate you blessing me with your beauty and your knowledge and everything you're so smart you're so wonderful i want to be like you <laughs> but um thank you for having me i appreciate it how can people find you and learn more about your organization and perhaps become a client where's the best place for them to find you well, the best way to find me is the website. And you can always send me a message on that website. Um, that's www.dianescall.org. And that's spelled D-I-A-N-N-E-S-C-A-L-L.org. Dianescall.org. You can send me a message there, which is the best way. But I appreciate you so much for for having me. Um, and I thank you very much. Well, you take care, all right? And thanks okay. again. You too. Right. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace. If this is your first time joining, welcome to Vintage Dialogue Radio, and thank you for listening. And if you like what you've been hearing, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so that you never miss a thing. What topics do you want to talk about in the future? I'm sure you have plenty of questions for my guests. So don't forget to drop a comment, ask a question, and leave a review. You never know, I could actually call upon you to be a special guest on my show. All of the information about this episode is in the description box, along with the email and links to my blog, website, and more. Thanks again for joining. Until next time.